0: Oh, your database. Okay, well, this is an actual list in a tool, and there's tons of great tools on the market. We just have to put them in and then use it. It's like that Mobius Triangle, the recycling symbol, mm-hmm. data, tools, and plans. Like, when you have that, you've got a process. Until then, you are got a project.
1: Welcome to the Business Ownership Podcast, brought to you by Awareness Strategies, helping you navigate the waters between entrepreneurship and ownership. Hey there peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I'm here with my most amazing guest, Daniel. Daniel, thank you so much for being here with us today.
0: Thank you very, very much for having me here. I'm so excited.
1: Excellent. So tell us who you are and a quick introduction to your business. What do you do?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks. Uh, my name's Daniel Rubenstein, and I run a company called All In Entry over there. <laughs> and, and our role is to help clients build the list that builds their business. Yeah, that's a fancy way for saying we do the data entry that you don't want to do, so it gets done and gets done properly, so you can follow up faster, sell more sooner, and make more money.
1: What? So hold on, I just gotta, I gotta find one of these for uh, demonstration purposes. So you take care of this. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a small stack. See if you look right down there, that's a big bag of. of
0: that's all business cards. One client wanted to send me. Because get this. He changed careers and figured he might want to let everybody he knew know about no. it.
1: What? Why would you awesome. do that?
0: Well, follow-up drives profit up only every time.
1: <laughs> and,
0: I... and darned if he wasn't going to type those things out. So yes, you just need to drop those into a mail to us and we will send you back a nice clean spreadsheet CSV, which is the import format. And then you can go to town with them. What? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's just the beginning of what we offer. The whole thing is, is that we know that loose leads get lost and cost companies lots. If we can help. We
1: like that. Loose leads get lost. Can you say that five times really fast?
0: Uh, it's hard. It's like Sally sells the seashores, <laughs> but, you know, she doesn't tell anybody she's selling the seashells by the seashore. Nobody knows to come down there. So this is about email marketing and increasing your reach. I love it. Seashells.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you make the real kind of shells, clams. Nice. right
0: exactly exactly
1: so who typically would work with you who are kind of the majority of your clients and well i guess and anybody that. that networks yeah you're
0: not it. supposed to answer that with we saw to anybody because that means nobody <laughs> uh and yet data entry is about as universally required as accounting no <laughs> matter right. what you uh the people that are I generally, it's the people that are getting serious about their CRM, their database, their internet and digital marketing that they want to finally get this thing rolling. Like, you know, there's a database dream. Mm-hmm. I have a dream. Unfortunately, a lot of people have a nightmare. <laughs> and and so, uh, industry wise, uh, we do a lot with real estate agent, financial services, insurance. Yeah, those are professional prospectors, right? Mm-hmm. We also work with people in network marketing because they've got to build their list to build their business. Um, uh, contractors, even when they're doing the two-part forms, I mean, that's data that they're capturing. So, the, you know, the, 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 it's most businesses. Um, we also work with a lot of agencies and marketing partners because their ability to help their clients at some level will fall back to, well, how many people are in your database? mm mm-hmm. And wherever they're at, if we could double it, triple it, or make it better, uh, their chances go up. And so, really, there's there's no great excuse not to get your data entry done, other than the obvious: uh, I hate data entry. <laughs> so here's my still not tip. a good
1: excuse not to get it done. It's just a a, ba- a good excuse to not do it yourself.
0: <laughs> well, here's the concept: delegate what you hate. Right. Right. We're better, faster, cheaper, and we don't even make excuses to getting it all done versus everything that can go wrong otherwise. And the the compound effect of being able to have clean data means you can reach more people properly when you when you have anything to share with them, whatever that is, good news, bad news, all of it. It's important that when, I mean, look, if your company was going to be on the news next week because you were a cool contractor or something wouldn't you want to be able to share that with like absolutely anybody you've ever spoken to? And it's not just a one-shot deal. Cause then you could say, well, here I'll be on next week. I'll be on tomorrow. I'll be on in one hour. I'll, I was just on, do you want the replay? Yep. Yep. And, and And all that makes sense. It's just that if you didn't have your list together, it's just not going to happen, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> so, right. And I love to say we don't do dirty yep. data. <laughs> dirty data. You may not know is happening, but when it happens, you can lose your entire list over, over that. If you have enough of it in corrupting in your systems. And a lot of people don't realize that, that by having, you know, and what I mean by dirty data, for those of you who don't know is typos and emails or uh, emails don't exist or something like that. So that when you do send out your emails, uh, the gods that be the Googles, the whatever's see that as well you're not taking care of your database so we're not going to send out any of your stuff and and that becomes hugely important yeah
0: and 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 it's simple things like you know do you have someone's name in there twice and is one of them not spelled correctly or are you sending me three different notes because i'm in four different systems kind of thing before you realize what actually happened and nobody look the funniest thing about this whole interview is that actually nobody's that interested in what we're talking about really The whole thing is they just the database dream. I press send and stuff happens. I'm busy and I'm making money. Yeah, Don't bother me with the details, right? Well, the difference is in the details in a lot of this entry stuff. (laughs) That's why I say just let us help you get your sheet together. (laughs)
1: Love that too.
0: We apologize huh. if anyone got offended by that. I did say something clean and uh, hope you'll forgive me if you can't laugh at that. Well, then I'm you shouldn't sure. be listening to my shows. I'm not sure you could be, you know, you, you, we're, we might not be your peeps, but whatever. <laughs>
1: exactly. and,
0: uh, and, and yep. you know, what well, we try and make light of this, because candidly, otherwise, some people just end up getting frustrated and cry. Right. And, and, and you know, it's a nebulous concept in a way. Mm hmm. Oh, your database. Okay. Well, this is an actual list in a tool and there's tons of great tools on the market. We just have to put them in and then use it. It's like that Mobius triangle, the recycling symbol, mm-hmm. data, tools, and plans. Like when you have that, you've got a process until then you're got a project.
1: Exactly. And, and the interesting part to me is that when this all becomes smooth, it becomes almost effortless. It's like, wow, that was just like too easy. (laughs) That's the way you want to do it. So if you're too busy in your business, you're probably doing something wrong. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, this is definitely, um, you know, it's uh, what's the common denominator. It's like the number of contacts in your contact system. Mm -hmm. And if we could raise that by a factor of 10, like it's easier to get better at follow-up than sales. You just have to follow up better. Like there, (laughs) it's not a, it's not a, esoteric skill set being better at sales is I mean there are a lot of things that you know can help that Mm -hmm. but right now we're just talking about demonstrating compound interest once they're in a follow-up system then you can touch them when you want to as often as you want to as tastefully as you'd like to all the way up to sending them a note like look like this is my last shot at you I've sent Mm -hmm. you all kinds of things And you're not responding to me, so I'm taking you off my list. While that sounds a little harsh, I can tell you that one almost gets the best open rate. And then they say, no, wait, 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 wait. I did need your stuff. Thanks for following up. That's the whole thing. Have you ever called somebody and they're like, oh, I was just thinking about you, right?
1: Yeah, we love that. <laughs>
0: right, That's but like you know, it, you know, if that was at a happy hour time, then you would say, "Well, then why am I dialing you?" <laughs> exactly. And, and 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 we are just one small piece of the puzzle.
1: Go. Cool. Like, so, what else
0: you, do you do? Well, no, I mean, this is the one piece of the puzzle that we do. Mm-hmm. But in the whole cycle mm-hmm. for everyone getting all this stuff to go, there's plenty yes. of other pieces and experts and specialists that that will be a lot happier if you had your list in hand when Mm -hmm. you wanted to get started. I guess a lot of reasons why that's so important um, from a quick launch to really understanding your different sectors and groupings of the people you're talking to. Are they prospects? Are they clients? Are they partners? Or are they suspects if you really don't know? Those are different messages that are easily accomplished through any sort of smart follow-up system mm-hmm. as long as they're in the follow-up system that's the whole big thing that um, when people get overwhelmed about databases i can see why <laughs> there are a lot of little things that have to happen up front and might not be their skill set their aptitude or even their comfort zone i mean we could help people who tell me that they hate computers and are scared of excel and we can still get them through where they need to be
1: nice Well, yeah, and I think it makes a huge difference, especially when it comes to data entry, is that there are a special kind of crazy people that actually love to do data entry. They love making sure that the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted and there's no typos. And, you know, that's their happy place.
0: Yeah, you know, and usually I I am a weird bird because most salespeople, that's not their high point. Exactly. (laughs) In fact, I I would venture
1: to say... You know, 90% of test, D,
0: D, High DI are low on the s cs no matter what, who it is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and and then when you start to say, okay, well, on an individual level, it's one thing.
1: Mm-hmm. But then
0: what about on a team level? What about if you're the main rainmaker, but then everybody needs to be, your support team needs access to who you're talking to? Mm-hmm. That's not a plan. You know, what if you're the sales manager and you've got an office of 20 people who are supposed to meet 30 people a week that's low-end prospecting you know in terms of pure prospecting that's 600 a a week not gonna do it
1: (laughs) (laughs) right so are people how are people acquiring these leads because I know once upon a time we used to do like trade shows and have the jar and people putting their names and emails in for the prize and or the whatevers are they still doing that or
0: well, you know, I can tell you that COVID certainly changed that for a little while.
1: For a you little know, while, I think, well, I think we're going to go back to it because there, there's just something tactile about being able to take a pen, to paper, and writing down your name and email, and sticking it in a jar as opposed to you know typing it on something or hitting you know enter me.
0: There are still plenty of trade shows and trade environments where you, where people have a fishbowl. Restaurants mm-hmm. are doing that to build their birthday club. Um, service providers are doing that just to have an understanding of who they're talking to. Uh, That's one thing. Then you start to say, okay, well, what other, what other sources are there besides just business cards? Mm -hmm. Printed directories are kind of like business cards taped together, right? So whether that is the school buzz book, the guide with the parents and the kids, the chamber, the chamber membership guide or the church directory, or The sports team roster, the download of the office uh, listing of all the people in a real estate agency, right? Uh, You go to a local networking group and they've got their membership list and it's on a PDF. Or you're doing a handwritten entry form for like your own trade show booth. So it can get a little bit more creative. We've even done the project where we go through someone's uh, invoiced files, the quote sheets, and convert them so they can go electronic. And then as a result of that, we can do a little smart math with them and say, by the way, these are your top 20% of your customers who are spending your money. You ought to call them maybe.
1: Maybe, just maybe. On that note, we had a a client, fantastic client. They'd been in business since 1964 and they had never retargeted their past clients.
0: Well, if they had anything as a follow-up sale, that could have been some (laughs) revenue,
1: right? Yeah. It did once so we showed up. <laughs> I was like, yes, this is awesome. But yeah, I can just imagine. And, and, and I I think They You're like companies. the
0: holy grail for saying what you think to be fairly common sense. Like you have a lot of people who like, you know, you and trust you. Maybe we ought to do something with that. Right. And, and, and even if you just want to have your list together to be able to share influence, we're. Bu- I'm on your, I'm guest on your podcast. The more people who know that I'm on it, I get the exposure for being on your show, which is really cool. You get the lift of a lot of people who you may not have ever come in contact with getting exposure to your show to say, wait a minute, I like this one. I'm tuning in again. So there's the soft benefits of having larger lists. That's where the influence comes into play. So in addition to just all those physical sources, then that's the stuff that's never been keyed out at all. Mm -hmm. And what we found is the bigger the pile, the less likely.
1: Exactly. Well, and and the more apt, because I think when people look at it and they go, oh, well, we'll get the admins to do that. And the admins are like, dude, I have a full-time job. I don't have time to do that. I hate to break it to you, but all that other stuff that you get me doing every day, that's what I do all day.
0: Yeah, exactly. I do have, I do, I do work really hard, even though sometimes that's not the perception of, you know, the, especially, you know, but anyway, so yeah, that's the whole thing. And the sooner is better because candidly, if that's a project that gets put off for three weeks, well, mm-hmm. I was just at a business expo and if I hadn't done my follow-up by the end of the week, then by this week, it was less likely to occur. The uh, half-life of hot prospects, like their level of interest starts to wean, Then you get then 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 the person not following up gets stressed out and comes up with all kinds of weird issues like oh I don't think they really wanted me, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know four out of five lost sales are due to failed follow up.
1: It's terrifying. Four out of five. Like that's insane.
0: Sales are due to failed follow up. They never got the chance to say yes or no.
1: Absolutely.
0: You know, Mm -hmm. they talk about that whole thing where it used to be at one point you needed to touch someone seven times. Now, with all these, you know, it could be seven or 77 or whatever. At some point, if you stay in touch with someone long enough, the right percentage of people are going to actually just need your stuff. Here's a little hint I say to marketing also when you're marketing to a big list. Like write the note with the intent that it's probable that most people won't really be interested, give them a way out. And then the people that are ready will kind of raise their hand up, and go perfect timing. Yep. So, yep. you know, but, I, you know, and listen, here's the thing. If, if anyone likes any of my marketing ideas, I'm just having fun with them. I'm not trying to be too serious with them. I'm not trying to be your marketing company. I'm just trying to get people excited to get this list together.
1: Well, and I and I think it's it's important that people get information from other sources because, <laughs> believe it or not, they even though they pay their marketers to do the marketing job, they tend to act like teenagers listening to their parents. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they've got to go out and just hear somebody else say and go, "Oh, okay, what you're telling me is." right way to do it and this is all good and when you get that kind of creativity going on and somebody else is giving you ideas it's like hey why don't we try this it sounds really awesome and you're like hey because a lot of things about marketing aren't guaranteed like it's it's where the market is right now and who's listening and what who you're talking to and there's a whole lot of well let's try it with a little bit of predictability <laughs> you know
0: there's yeah, uh, and i mean all yeah all these tools you know many of the good ones have like an a b testing you could try out two different messages on different audiences and see, st- scientifically, how how they're getting reacted to. And you know what? You'd be surprised sometimes. It's not what you thought necessarily. Um, okay, so hold on back to the back to all the other stuff. The physical stuff is one thing. The electronic things are another deal. So you've got stuff in your phone, and then Outlook, then. The main Gmail, then there's plenty of people with the other two or three different Gmails. Uh, Any boomers out there have the Hotmails and Yahoo's and all the old stuff. Uh, You've got your social media like LinkedIn and Facebook and the other ones, Instagram, and the whole list that are now prevalent. Many people have some form of a database or spreadsheet or a series of spreadsheets, event attendee list, and all these things that they've been putting together in what I call the someday stuff
1: mm-hmm.
0: someday i could do something with this but, be- <laughs> but because that's got- not
1: a really conducive to high profits and when you're running a business and you're going ah someday i'll get to my leads
0: <laughs> yeah but see we talked you're right but we also talked about that loose leads get lost so like i better grab it while i can and at least park it on my desktop that i might find it later
1: mm-hmm.
0: versus i've been on calls with someone like what about this list and i'm like send it to me. i could play with it and Show them what there is right there on the spot. Um, so it so by having all these loose leads in different various formats, that's really one of the key stumbling blocks for people making progress on this. There's just mm-hmm. too much, and they don't have the window to deal with it properly. To help people move their way through this, we've developed a white paper, ebook, lead magnet, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, called One True List. How to collect, combine, and clean up all your contacts into one true list so that you can put that into your marketing systems and start to move forward and stop making excuses that you're going to get to this. <laughs> all right. It includes an impact list, impact checklist, inventory map of potentially available contact types. It's a reminder where most people have stuff stashed. Very simple. Maybe yes, maybe no, whatever. Then we've also got the second part of this is an easy export guide. If you want to get your contacts out of LinkedIn, it's like six clicks, and it's actually very easy, even if you're computer phobic. And if you download our guide, you'll get to find out how easily. See, now that's a plug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and an awesome plug yeah, is. You've jumped ahead yeah, yeah. of me, but that is awesome. So how do people get a hold of this awesomeness
0: uh you go to one truelist.com and you fill out your name email and phone number and you hit request and we're going to send you an email that you get it it's free it's no obligation if you'd like our help moving through it we're, we've got multiple ways whether you want to actually engage our services or just set up a complimentary consult I know that if I can be on the phone with someone and let them feel better about what we're trying to really accomplish, and that they know that if they, you know, if they do it on their own, it's not very likely. If they do it with us, it's beyond very likely. We love to deliver projects and get paid to do our work. We're really excited about this. And the fun part is when someone gets that list, they're even happier than we are. (laughs) Right? Uh, and 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 we can divide the projects up if there's just too much for people. We can also do some higher level things where people send us their full database and we go through it and find out what it's a fixed list effectively. Like what if we if you hired us to go in here and make things better, what could we find? It's things like if you have first names with middle initials because you pulled in your LinkedIn. It's nice to know that it's Daniel S, but that's weird coming off in an email,
1: <laughs> right?
0: And you can't and you can't just drop the middle name column because the Mary Sues and the Von Dylans are really offended by that stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Now the people with two first names, yeah, they're used to that. But anyway. Um, or when you're trying to match duplicates and you've got somebody in three different places, but the phone numbers, even though they're the same numbers, don't have the same formatting Mm -hmm. or the person who has the same email, but they're in a few times, or it's the person with multiple emails. What do we deal with that? You know, certain industries, you know, you and I could be doing multiple things and have multiple emails that are all valid at any time. If we are a licensed sales professional like the real estate that firm they all have their licenses parked someone they cannot be at two different real estate companies at the same time so if you've got conflicting data then we know we've got some conflicting data even if we clean up all these lists to get it all down you know you've got the best of the best that's uncontested and then there's going to be other things that might need a little bit more of your attention
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know do you you know if we have the linkedin then we know where they're really working. But if we don't, you might need to figure that, you know, we may have to send that one back to the client. It's download your phone and we're going to find people with no last names. Well, you probably know their last name. You just don't think about it because you didn't bother to enter it. Right. Right. Um, You know, what if we had an easy way to go through and say this is a client or a prospect or what do I do with these people so that you could group them into the right fill funnels? I mean, there's so much that can be done from clean data and it's easy. Some of it's a little bit more sophisticated. Um, but if we are ha- if we can spot something that we can say, this might help you, we might notice something in your own data that you might not have realized when we're looking at it coherently.
1: Well, and a lot of people don't realize too that depending on what software you use depends on how your database gets built up. So for example, there are some um, shopping carts that for every order you have they'll create a new contact for it even though you have repeat clients so it's things like that that can create this dirty data that you guys help to go in and clean up and and if you're married to yourself software, then you're gonna have to be married to cleaning up your database
0: yeah and you know what and that's and you know what because some of your customers might actually just move if you do business with them long enough they might just move addresses what (laughs) <laughs> yeah but get you know people are do doing, you know listen if you help them grow their business they're moving into nicer neighborhoods what do i know <laughs> but but yeah but if we've also got a log that says this is when their orders came through then we know when they moved and we did mm-hmm. that for a uh, for a couple of ladies bought a, s- a small franchise where you do the handprint thing and plaster all they bought was a few boxes of folders and said the rights to go sell more we converted their whole list and like, I I was able to isolate all their top customers. Nice. Yeah, it's like, you know, and and they could find the files online in a folder because they were scanned somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the real estate agent who said, hey, listen, you know, I got a lot of contacts in my phone I keep forgetting about. We, downlo- we showed him a free app that you could download from your phone, Android or iPhone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We cleaned up his data, we sent him his list, and it was like a few hundred dollars within the first 90 days he had sold five homes
1: nice
0: he only deals with large homes I mean this is like on average over ten thousand dollars a piece in commission and the funnier part was I said so how's it going he goes yeah you know what I got a couple bad phone calls I'm like well (laughs) (laughs)
1: it
0: was like oh hey thanks for giving me a call and it was that same tone like, oh, I kind of forgot you were in real estate. So like, but you want to kind of have a drink on my deck? Like it could have been more money. I just That's told fine. them that was a uh, cost effective learning lesson on don't wait too long. And 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 the whole thing is I see too many people putting this off because or I hear, you know, I started this project and then I, I I stalled out. You know, people will change CRMs before they'll actually do the data in the entry in the first one. Like if you just do if you just put it in there, even if you find you need something different or better or bigger, you can then export the data from there and it's starting to take its shape. Mm -hmm. And and there's just the only good reason why people don't do this is because it's inconvenient. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, in this in this kind of business world where people are wanting to be more professional on point, when It doesn't matter what business you're in, you've got competition. Mm -hmm. If you get someone stirred up on your topic and and you don't get back in touch with them, then you got no right to complain when they
1: did business with somebody else. Exactly. Love that. So when, when people are working with you, do you do projects and monthlies if they've constantly got stuff on the go or how does it look like working with you?
0: It it, it it looks like all of that. It could be anything that they want. We have, you know, over the course, we've been doing this for nearly 12 years now. Um, I can tell you that half our customers are one and done. They send us a bag of business cards or whatever. It's their product. They're good to go. They start making money. They're like rocking. Nice. We have other clients that come back to us because they have, well, one scenario is where like they're bringing in new salespeople all the time. Well, then yeah. it's just a steady stream of newbies. Mm-hmm once they get addicted to our services which it can happen pretty quickly then they'll start to send us more and more stuff the reality is is that it's usually like one of those curves where it tails out because we call it the catch-up phase and we're making right of all the years of wrong Mm -hmm. then on a proactive ongoing basis uh, they can send us whatever they want whenever they want you know they Mm -hmm. probably don't want to send us five business cards at a time but if they're getting 20, 30, 40 a week. And there's a bunch of them. What about if they bring all their little stuff in each week for the meeting, put it in a baggie that goes in a box, we get it all and it goes right back to them.
1: What? They can actually just ship you all this stuff and be done?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now here's the limit. We'll actually send them the files. We're not logging into their database. We right. um, They we get
1: think the CV- CSV that you mentioned. Yep.
0: Um, but... To know that nothing's ever slipping through the cracks, it's all getting in the system within a timely basis as a sales manager, that's like nirvana. I mean, yeah, and like, you know, if they're your employees, it's one thing. But if they're 1099 contractors, you can't even tell them what to do or there's all kinds of tax implications with that. But what you can say is, listen, we realize you guys are running around town if you want to send us your stuff, we'll actually get it in the follow-up system so you have a better chance of following up with this stuff. We right. can drop some additional marketing on your behalf and then the unspoken comment is if you choose to forget about doing this, we can then redelegate your leads to someone else. Right. You know, the proverbial mm-hmm. affleck agent when they knock on a door and they're like, well, what happened to Bob? I thought I was getting a quote. <laughs> right? And and the people who do are now going back to all these networking events. It's like, you know, plenty of people are guilty of saying, oh, cool, nice. All those business cards represent a conversation that really is summed up as nice to meet you. I'll be in touch. Mm -hmm. And if you go back to that meeting next month and you haven't been in touch with them, you can get away with it a little bit more. But at some point, someone should be saying, well, you keep saying that. Why don't you send me a note? (laughs) Versus okay. once they drop into your automated marketing system, that person might never even realize all the notes that are going out on their behalf. Yeah, you, know, you can set it up to touch them once a month, once a week, daily if you want. I think that's annoying, but you know, I'm not the marketing guy. Well,
1: it depends you know, I mean, on what the business do. is too.
0: Well, and that's true. Some of the businesses, you know, there's a, or there's a lot of little tidbits, and you can just you can do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know, you can figure out who should actually be getting two notes a month versus one and program that to be doing it along the way. There's often a database stream. Unfortunately, for too many businesses, it's turning into a nightmare. It's not even this database's fault. I mean, look, Salesforce is huge, huge, (laughs) right? probably half their customers are frustrated. That's a multi-billion dollar audience of people that are spending good money. Mm -hmm. Or how about how many people may hear this when they're looking at the difference between the 12, 13 and $14 a month follow-up systems. And they've been looking at that difference for over a year. You hear about it all the time. Do I want to do this one or this one? $12, $14. well, Try one, and if you hate it, try the other one. And but I can assure <laughs> you that you know for At that level of doing business, year,
1: somebody needs to learn how to make decisions faster.
0: <laughs> well, and, you know, part of it is is that they don't really mm-hmm. until you see the prize. Mm-hmm. Until you know that if you have one true list, you can follow up faster, sell more sooner, and make more money. And not just hear it from Daniel saying that, but actually believe it in your soul that if I do this properly, I stand a much better chance of being in a better position down the road. Nice. I love it. Yeah. So that, you know, sometimes I have to do a little bit of tough love because I realize that people uh, look, there are obstacles and there are excuses. Mm -hmm. You could have reasons or results. I'm just here to try and help people get past this piece of the puzzle. And that's my only focus. I don't, you know, we have fun together because if not, why? Um, Some of our customers have had just such outstanding successes. It's almost scary to put it into percentages. Mm -hmm. And there's others who haven't really done much with the list and haven't really gained from it. Every now and then I get a call from somebody from a year ago saying, hey, can you send me the list again? I'm like, what? Kind of guessing you didn't do anything with it. Versus when I send them the list, I put my own name in their own list, and like ten minutes later, I'm getting their marketing. I'm like, <laughs> check them off the list.
1: Yay! You know you're doing. It's awesome. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and, and 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 I realize that you know if 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 we can just be open and easy to talk to, people mm-hmm. can call me. They can schedule a complimentary consult. Uh, I am here to help. If you can't tell, I'm a little passionate about this stuff. I realize it's kind of dated, dorky.
1: We like data dorky.
0: <laughs> Small doses. <laughs> uh, and 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 I just know that when when we're able to help people through this piece of the puzzle, they're getting further along with better results. And they're candidly, they sleep better at night. And 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 the people that they're supposed to be helping are getting the help they needed from Mm -hmm. the quality vendor, not some competitor who just happened to get lucky because you missed. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And so, I mean, you know, that's there's plenty more I can share with people. Uh, And, you know, in terms of pricing, we've got pricing, the physical stuff usually has like a price per unit. The electronic stuff comes together differently. So we've got a process wave to, you can start with this and then we'll figure out what you need. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it depends on how much of what you have and what needs to be done i can tell you whatever the ticket is going to be it's priceless we're not just cost effective we're profit proactive there is not many things you can do in our range that has a better chance of making a bigger difference in the next 90 days because it can be immediate our projects usually only take a week on the high end. If it's a lot more stuff, well, you know, there's a reason why it'll take a little longer. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, if we get it done and you do any follow up, assuming you've got good products, good service, good personalities, um, you know, but if we can help you through the follow up phase, that's, that's it. it just, it's the right thing.
1: Absolutely it is. And, and I think it's easy to look that if you're not doing follow-ups, if you're losing your leads, that you can at least double your revenue in the next year by doing it. And that's such an underestimate. It's sad and pathetic. And the reason I know that is because I've worked with so many salespeople. <laughs> we do so much technology with them that it's it's, it's astounding what, yeah. how little it takes, but it's got to get done. So Go and talk to Daniel. Get her done.
0: (laughs) Get her done. Send us your stuff. We'll make your list. You go use your list. Send it to your marketing company. You'll be their favorite client of the week, month, or year. And literally, if you've got any thoughts or questions, get in touch with me and let me see how I can help you. I mean, look, if your clients rely on you to -hmm. make their business better and we can add one tool to your quiver that lets you help them more quickly, that's important. And think about with your clients, like even if they're in the sales phase, if we could say, well, let's just assume that you want to do business with us and this is going to work, how many people are you going to share it with? You know, what if you're one of those people who helps people do podcasts or write a book and you had a launch list that was their carrot (laughs) to get the project done? And if that list went from 3,000 to 30,000, I can tell you they're going to be more motivated.
1: Exactly. All right. So, peeps, go and check out Daniel at allinentry.com, I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, and- absolutely. And also com for our white paper.
1: Nice. Love that. So, I get to ask you now, at what point in your life did you know that you were especially kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur?
0: Well, I guess when I was like early teenagers and I started my lawn mowing and snow shoveling business, like most every other 13 year old who needed some fun money, um, I went to school for a finance, real estate and accounting degree <laughs> and um, started with a big company and then started, went to a different big company. And then I checked out and went into my own consulting and realized I kind of like that about her. Um, we came across this idea. The long story is somebody gave me a business card scanner as a gift, you know to and I used it and I liked it. I lent it to somebody, came back first time it was fine, second time it was broken, so I got a new one. <laughs> and then I was just building my my own database, had a different curveball happen. and at one point when I'm thinking, like wait a minute, if this is so important and I don't even enjoy doing it myself, I bet there's other people who do that who have feel the same way,
1: right?
0: And so I outlined the form of the business. I went to the small business monthly expo here in St. Louis. I walked out with a client that day because I had printed black and white business cards. No joke at Kinko's that morning. I mean, I think if you would have pushed on it, they might've smeared. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of grown ever since. And we're very proud of what we do. We're always hungry for more projects. We're still a small business, but we should be way bigger. And we're at, and we believe in working with people, sharing our thoughts and our ideas. If you do business with us, fantastic. Um, if not, hopefully we left a decent impression with you cause you probably know other people who do need our help. And that's just a, a you know, we believe in win, win, win. If it's not good for us then don't worry about it. You know, we stay in our own lane. You know, we play nice in the sandbox. Um, and we understand that, you know, people really would rather not talk to us. They just want the thing done. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird position in life to, uh, you know, be loved and disregarded at the same time.
1: Like like the doctor, like you're fabulous (laughs) and I don't ever want to see you again.
0: (laughs) More like the specialist even, yeah, where it's usually not always the best news. (laughs) But here's the thing, we have a path, we have a practice and we know what works. Love it. You know, our Hippocratic oath is first do no harm. So like we are cautious with telling people things. If we don't know it, we'll be honest. Most of the stuff that we just see it, it's like, yeah, just get me that. It's it's easy. This is like a no-brainer to us. I'm not trying to be dismissive. I'm like, just send me the bag of business cards. I'll work out the rest of the details.
1: That's what happens when you hire experts that love doing what they do. <laughs> they take the stuff that you've been procrastinating on for days, months, weeks, years, and they get it done. Yeah, coaching. I mean, a lot of my life is
0: really kind of somewhat coaching. I call it coach consulting, which is, you know, because coaches are supposed to ask you the questions. Consultants are supposed to tell you what to do. And it's a fine line on, you know, because you're not going to figure this stuff out naturally on your own. Yeah. So, or it's, you know, part carrot, part stick.
1: <laughs> anyway, you want to look at
0: it. <laughs> it. Nobody really loves working out. They like being healthier though. Some people yeah. like working out. Um, but <laughs> yeah. You know, i'm a so, little crazy um,
1: that
0: way <laughs> yeah but um to everyone that's listening to this whenever you're listening to this you can make progress on this even if you've faltered before even if it feels overwhelming just starting to take a step download our guide and do the impact checklist of where that stuff would be in case you felt like doing something download it just in case you feel like doing something uh Send it to us, and we'll we'll tell you what you should do, and what it might the investment might be. Again, we're very flexible. We understand small businesses, big businesses, corporates, influenced businesses. Um, we're here to help. And my name's Daniel Rubenstein, and we're here to help you get your sheet together.
1: <laughs> Daniel, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, and I know how valuable it is
0: this was so much fun. Thank you so much. And, you know, please send me that those piles of cards like we can, you know, you, you know, we'll make it rain. Right.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Awesome. Peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being with us here today. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share it with your friends. We love helping entrepreneurs grow. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.